Hanukkah. Today is the first day of Hanukkah. Today is also the first day of Yule for those who celebrate Yule Tide and not just Christmas. And it's the Christmas season. And then there's Kwanzaa. And I'm your host, Jen. And here's your host, Jen. Hi, everybody. Hi. So welcome back to our special edition for the holiday. So if you if you listen to the last podcast, you'll notice that we have been changing things up a little bit. We never had a script, but um, we always would come into the episode with at least some research, and we would try to stick to some sort of organized plan. But um, I think we kind of like the, you know, just conversational, we just kind of bring a little bit to the table, but we don't really prep too much. Um, And so that's what we're going to do with this. We're just going to talk about um, the holidays, um, things that we used to do, things that we do now. What holiday traditions um, did you celebrate or things that were special to you? My dad, we would put our Christmas tree up on Christmas Eve. So we would actually go to a Christmas tree lot, pick out a tree, cut it down, take it home, and then decorate it. And it stayed up to New Year's Day. And then um, my dad would put the lights on first and we would get to put the ornaments on the bottom, but we had to, if we didn't do it right, we got yelled at because <laughs> he was really meticulous. And, um, we had to back away from the tree when it was tinsel time because he didn't like tinsel just thrown there. Well, each branch got a tinsel and the tree always looked really elegant and very pretty. So that was fun. But, um, uh, we also would go stay with some, well, not go stay, but we would go visit, um, I had a Christmas party to go to and, um, on Christmas Eve and Santa would actually come to us and bring us all present. And we would have like little treats and stuff that was made out of uh-huh. Cheerios and like Christmas trees. And we had Rice Krispies, um, uh, before they were ever put in packaging, we would have those eating hot chocolate. And then, you know, we'd go home and wait for Christmas, but when my my little brother was five years old, he was so upset when he woke up and went downstairs because he would creep downstairs before I did and go see what was there. And he'd come up, he goes, Santa didn't bring me my choo-choo train. He goes, so I left a message on the wall. Oh. <laughs> and I go downstairs and he goes, look. <laughs> and he had drawn a Christmas tree, or not a Christmas tree, a train on the wall and crayon from the engine to the caboose because uh-huh. he was so mad because that's what he wanted for Christmas and he didn't get it. So yeah. what are some of the things that you did when you were younger that well, were traditions and stuff? My grandmother used to um, bake these special kind of cookies mm-hmm. and I don't really know where it comes from. I'm not sure if it's something that she picked up from a relative or something, mm-hmm. but... Um, and I've never seen the cookies anywhere else before. So it's like some original type of cookie, but they are a type of sugar cookie, but they look like twists. Oh. Um, and she would make them every year and that was a, a special tradition. And my mom makes them sometimes, me and Brian, um, have tried making them, but when you make it, like it makes so many cookies. Oh yeah. And, um, it's one of those things where you kind of miss it. 
you know? And yeah. my uncle in Texas, uh, my dad's brother, or my mom's brother, <laughs> um, he always asks for them every year, so he'll call my mom and, and ask if, you know, she can either ship them or if she goes out to visit him that year to bring those cookies. Um, but everybody in my family, at least on my mom's side of the family, um, mm-hmm. it's it's just like a special tradition. And when I was younger, um, we would go to Texas some year, so we'd switch off. Mm-hmm. Um, they'd come up here, um, and we would have those cookies, and... I don't know. I miss those days because, you know, you were talking about that magic of Christmas and, mm-hmm. and um, as, as an adult, you don't get that as much. Um, when you're a child, you know, there's that whole like magical feeling, of, right. you know, there's presents under the tree and whether you believe in Santa or not, it's, it's still that, you know, I'm going to get up super early, like four in the morning, I'm going to rush out and wake all the adults and and there's all these presents under the tree, and it's all stuff that you, you know, that you want, you know, that, right. that you've been you wanting, you know, all year. And, right. And you you lose, I think you lose a little bit of that. I mean, as an adult, you, you know, people exchange gifts, but how many times have you gotten a sweater or some underwear or, you know, not saying that you don't need right. those things, you do, but I think... That if somebody gives you something that you truly want, it kind of brings back that. Like you did for me. <laughs> oh. And, okay. So oh. <laughs> can I share my Christmas? Sure. I know Go ahead. Really. Go so ahead. Jen telling this story is now making me teary-eyed oh. because I was not having a good week last week and she told me what she got me for Christmas. She's actually taking me to San Diego. Well, we're going to San Diego, <laughs> but she's taking me to see Super M, so I get to see my Tay. Yeah, it's front and, row. Huh? And it's it's front row. I mean, it's on the yeah, side. Yeah, it's but... on the front row side, so yeah. I, I, I'm like, I'm so excited, but I mean, I never expected this, and this is something I wanted to do. It's something I was like, how am I going to do this, you know, and why aren't they coming to Phoenix? Yeah. You know, and then here she tells me, that I'm like, what? <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> so I actually cried pretty much all night because I this is something I wanted and yes my name is Virginia <laughs> and I do believe in Santa Claus and this year Jen was my Santa Claus Aww. so I'm so excited but so what other things did you guys do um well my parents were divorced mm-hmm. so I always celebrated Christmas well I they they got divorced when I was about six or seven mm-hmm. so there was a time when we would spend holidays together, like I was saying, right. going back and forth between my, you know, my uncle in Texas and then here, and we'd switch off. But um, when my parents got divorced, um, I would basically have two different Christmases, mm-hmm. and uh, my dad remarried eventually, and it we kind of started this other tradition with with him and his family and friends and. Um, my dad would throw these big elaborate holiday parties with a lot of his friends and it became a tradition to put on performances, these holiday shows, Mm -hmm. um, because I've, you know, I've been studying singing since I was 12 years old. Um, and I was in a lot of different choirs over the years, um, in college and high school. Mm -hmm. And so music has just always been a part of what I do. Mm -hmm. And so every year I would literally make up a show I'd create a show um put on a costume and everything um and I would get my friends involved too so because I had a lot of friends 
um, that were also in choir and stuff like that. So, and I will share. Hopefully, I can find a video <laughs> of what at least one of the. Yeah, uh, that would be awesome. Um, to show you, because Brian, who's my husband now, mm-hmm. um, um, I've known him since high school, and we would do stuff in the show as well, to, me and him, so. Awesome, yay. But, I mean, when I think back to holiday, to Christmas time, um, that's what I think of. I think of those cookies, mm-hmm. and I think of those holiday parties. We would take turns, um going to either um, one of my uncle's homes or going to my grandparents. And when I went to my grandparents, that was my best time because when we decorated the tree, when we got down there, being my oma and my opa being German, we would decorate with some chocolate German candies. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was spoiled. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I had eat one and then hang one up. <laughs> <laughs> And because we had like the little, um, it was like a little cookie covered in chocolate with um, n- n- the little round uh, beads on it. Mm-hmm. And those would just hang on the branches. And then we had like Santa Clauses and snowmen's that were in foil that mm-hmm. had ribbons that we hung around the um, tree. And it was fun. And we would sing all time and bomb. So why we, and I learned a few songs in German, which I obviously don't really remember or can't, because I never kept that tradition going. Because mm-hmm. after a certain age, we quit going down there. And so yeah. I missed it. And then when my grandmother passed away, that everything kind of changed for me. And then there was one Christmas that is kind of really special in my heart, too, that Um, when I was 24, I met my real father that I did not know existed. Unbeknownst to me, I was told that he was dead. Mm -hmm. And, um, he actually, I met him six months before he died. He died from cancer. But, um, when my baby sister, who's 10 years younger than me, and then moved out of the home with her mom and then with her, uh, boyfriend and baby's father, um, he started abusing her and she called me to come and get her. And so I made her live with me from like October on. So I was like, we both looked at each other like a week before Christmas. She goes, we need to get a tree. And I was like, yeah. I said, do you realize this is our first Christmas together? So we like had, and I was going, this is the Christmas right before me moving out here. Yeah. And I only ever got to spend one Christmas with her. But we, like, had all this little stuff all wrapped up. And we had the boys because we each had a son. So we were all sitting out there with the boys and, you know, opening up presents and just, you know, singing Christmas carols and everything. So So is there anything that you still do for Christmas that... Well, saying that we're, yeah, you'll, saying that, you know, when we do get older, you know, we tend to have um, less moments with the actual family and then we have our friends. Because I try to put as much of that person in that gift Mm -hmm. as I possibly can because I want it to be suited towards them and not just something I just picked up to give them. Well, it shows a level of... Of, of depth, I think. Um, I mean, obviously, there's nobody's expecting. If you can't, don't have the money, right? You know. But when you show that you 
care about that person right. by focusing on things that they that specifically interest them or that they want. Mm-hmm. Um, you're you're you are showing that you care. Right. That you're taking that that you understand who they are deep down. Right. When you pick up just anything at the store and don't really tailor it to any specific individual, it's like, well, this could go to anybody. You know what I mean? Right. But maybe this person really doesn't care as much about me as I thought they did. Right. You know? So we were going to be evicted on Christmas Day. Um, my dad stepped in to pay our rent. And I was I went to Walmart to get some last details for Christmas. And they had this big toy chest from Mentel that they were raffling off for Christmas. And the drawing was going to be that night. And so I put my name in and shoved it in the box. It had like all kinds of um, boy toys in it and female toys in it, little girl toys in it. And I'd gotten the stuff, went back home. By the time I got back home, there was I was probably only gone 20 minutes because the Walmart wasn't that far from me. And um, I got a phone call, that, a message on there that I won. So I went and got it and I brought it back. And I was like, John, look what mommy won. And he's like, oh my God. And we like open it up and he goes, well, I want this. I want this. I don't want this. I don't want that. And he goes, and you know, I don't need the Barbie stuff. He goes, what are we going to do? I said, well, I figured since I won that and I couldn't afford to get Jesse and Liz something, why don't we give Lizzie and Jesse the dollhouse and a Barbie each? And I said, we got an extra Barbie. And I said, well, you don't want this stuff. So, and there's like all these clothes that came. I think each Barbie had an extra outfit and he's like, why don't we give them to the kids downstairs? You know, they got the same notice and they actually had to move out because they didn't have family that stepped in that could afford to pay for the difference in anything to bring joy and bring that magic feeling of Christmas into someone's life. And even if you run with it every day of the year or at least once a month, you know, throughout the whole year. That's a wonderful gift. That's a wonderful feeling. And it's Christmas time is just even more magical Mm -hmm. to watch a child want to do that. And now my son runs with it. So he's going to be making Christmas break for kids at Atlanta Children's Hospital this year. You know, talking about, you know, this, there is Hanukkah. They're, you know, starting today. Yule starts today. Um, And then Christmas. And Yule... Twelve days of Christmas is kind of is twelve days of Yule basically because Yule goes for twelve days. It starts on the winter solstice or the day after, Mm -hmm. and it runs until like the day after the New Year. And that's because um, the whole time of the of the year is about you know it's dark right right the shortest day. Right. And then the light slowly starts to come back. So you've got this progression over the next 12 days of the light coming back into the world. And then, you know, obviously you get spring coming up after that. Right. You, it's good to incorporate all of that. I, I'm not one that likes to say happy holidays all mm-hmm. the time. I, if I know the person is Jewish, I want to say happy Hanukkah. Right. If... They're African-American, and they also not only celebrate Christmas, but they celebrate Kwanzaa. I want to be able to say Happy Kwanzaa to them. I don't want... To me, 
happy holidays is just a quick, easy way not to offend anyone. But I think some people are more touched when you say happy Hanukkah, when you say Merry Christmas or mm-hmm. happy Christmas, because I grew up saying happy Christmas. And, you know, Merry Kwanzaa or happy Kwanzaa and then happy New Year. It's just, to me, it's just more thoughtful. But, mm-hmm. you know, teach through. Yeah. I mean, if you know the person, I think that that's great. If you don't, obviously, yeah. happy holidays is probably so safer. Ha- but happy Yule to all my pagan fans and friends <laughs> and Celtics. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm more Celtic. So I need to shoot. <laughs> Um, I don't think I have one in here. Oh, damn. You're going to have to hold it. <laughs> speaking of, of current traditions, yes. talking about Yule, um, usually for this time of year, we try to celebrate the winter solstice mm-hmm. um, because me and Brian are pagan, mm-hmm. and over the years we've had um, a different situations. We used to belong to a group. Or we used to run a group, um, and we would, you know, celebrate all of the the seasonal sabbats. Right. And uh, we usually would, you know, have a, a ritual, and we would invite friends over and eat and have food and stuff like that. And that's what we would do. What would did did you do anything like that? Well, or? because I'm a solo. Mm-hmm. Um, I would do my own. Your own so personal? I would like decorate my altar. For every Sabbath, mm-hmm. um, I even though I couldn't burn a Yule log, mm-hmm. I would literally go and find me a Yule log, and instead of burning it, which you're supposed to do in the morning of Christmas morning, or actually the Yule morning. So this morning you would have you would have dressed it last night and mm-hmm. you would have burned it this morning. But I would like um, put ivy around it. Um, put berries with it and real ivy real berries because I wanted to signify the nature and knowing that that's what I was going into but I never had a fireplace to burn it so one year I would like to do that I actually have an offering with like my friends so there's been times that some Sabbaths that I was with Travis that we did things, do rituals. Mm-hmm. And, but I would love to have a ritual outside of myself, you know, have some people involved yeah. and just, because I think it's more magical. Yeah. And I think the, the more people, like when you get other people involved, um, it adds kind of a different level of um, importance because I know now, um, because we don't have a group anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, me and Brian kind of, you know, we, we kind of slack a lot of times and we don't do like all the stuff that we used to do. And, and I think when you have, when you know, people are going to show up and, and you know, it's like an event, right. you actually plan all of these things out right. and, and, and you start doing these things more and you don't go, Oh, well, you know, it's just the two of us this time. So we're not gonna, we're, we're just gonna, you know, maybe we'll do something, you know what I mean? So, I mean, you know, maybe in the future, maybe maybe this is the year we'll we'll try to, you know, create some sort of a you know a group or something where we could get people to come and participate. Yeah, and and do at least at least do the eight sabbaths. Yeah, because I don't really have anyone to share it with other than you, mm-hmm. Brian, and Travis, because the rest of my friends don't get into that, mm-hmm. or, or they look at me funny, but. 
you know, yeah. I'm a magical person. I can't help it. And that's something <laughs> that I've, I've realized over the years, too, is, like, when I was younger... I was definitely more focused and I was, I was newer mm-hmm. and, and I thought that, you know, picking something and, and just focusing on that one thing mm-hmm. was what you should do. And, and I think that's great for, you know, education purposes. Right. But something that I have definitely changed now that I'm older is that it's, it's more of this umbrella of, exactly um, you know, when you say pagan, it, it's just... It's just anything that's, you know, the old ways or right. something where it's all earth-based. Right. Um, you know, when you're taking into account the earth, but then also the energies exactly. that are flowing. It's very broad. It's a right. very broad term. And it doesn't really matter whether you, you know, you're Christian or you're uh, Wiccan or you're whatever. Because right. I really don't really believe in, in labels much anymore. Right. Um, because as long as you want to celebrate the seasons... Um, and you're, you are interested in the energies. Right. I think it doesn't really matter what your label is. We're all energy. Right. Everything around us is energy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've been studying astrology lately, um, and that's something that actually has quite surprised me. When I think of astrology, I think of it as a separate thing. Mm-hmm. And that it's not really religious in any way, shape, or form. But right. the more that I've started studying it and I belong to... Um, the school and everything, I've started to realize that there is so many different types of astrology, and a lot of it is mm-hmm. very, very spiritual. Um, and I read tarot, mm-hmm. and I read uh, Lenormand cards, and there's a huge connection to all of these things. Um, uh, there are people in the astrology world that perform rituals. They're not religious in the slightest. They, they're not even pagan. Um, but they will perform actual rituals based on the moon or whatever planet is doing this or that. Right. Um, and it all really is tying into the same thing. Like when you're pagan, right. you're celebrating the seasons and all that. Right. So you're all really celebrating the same thing. It's yeah. just the way that your your view of how you're doing it. And right. That, so. Right. So. Yeah. That when people, you know, because people go, oh, you're a witch. No, you're wicked. No, wicked is just. It's a section. It's a section of it. And it's one person's perspective mm-hmm. that wrote it and brought it out in the, what, 1945, I think is when it came out. Or 1950. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like a new perspective. Right. Or a revival a, of, of old stuff. Right. But when people ask me, I'm like, I'm old school. There wasn't really a name for it. It's just that people wrote down things they did, mm-hmm. you know, based on the moon, based on the stars, based on this, based on that, um, the elements and all of it. But it all comes down to energy. It all right. comes down to intent. It all right. comes down to how you feel. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, this time of year is very magical. It is. Because the earth is going into a deep sleep. It's regenerating itself while it's in a sleep. And when spring comes, it's going to be alive and awoken and beautiful things will happen. It's going through a rebirth. Mm-hmm. And this is the time to reflect on things that you want and things you do. And things that you think you need to do. And, you know, I don't make New Year's resolutions. So I just, I I do that in October because I'm preparing to put them to sleep. Mm -hmm. That way when spring comes, Mm -hmm. I can be anew. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, 
you know, we, I think we talked about this on the Samhain episode, too. Yeah. Um, which is the Witch's New Year. Right. You know, where, you know, it's a good time of year, you know, during Halloween to to prep. So, you right. know, you have those New Year's, New Year's resolutions. You, you come up with them then. Right. And you start working and planning and getting all that stuff ready. And then when the actual New Year hits is when you actually really start doing those right. things. Yeah, yeah. That, it's a good thing. So, Is there anything that you wanted to share before we close? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. No. Like, there's so much stuff. You... I just wanted to wish everybody, you know, are we, what's that? I was going to sing something Ooh. to, uh, you know, close this off here. Oh. Um, I was going to sing Silent Night in Korean. Ooh. Okay, everybody. My co-host, Jen, <laughs> is going to sing Silent Night in Korean. sing that actually in English (laughs) (laughs) so um last time we recorded we did a live on our podcast and or we did a live on our IG and it really didn't work out very well because we were able to save it and share it with everyone so we'll probably record something yeah a little later today and post it for this week yeah so, but we wanted to wish you a very happy and healthy Hanukkah, Yule, Christmas, and Kwanzaa. And may your new year be bright and magical. And stay true to yourself. So be true, be you. Yes. Happy holidays, everybody. Happy holidays. You can reach us at Eclectic Soul. Dot wug, eclectic soul podcast on our IG, eclectic soul podcast at gmail.com. Just call me, it's at call me Jinjin. And then um, our eclectic soul.org is our Facebook page. I have a website which is musicandmystery.com. Uh, my Instagram is music and mystery, and I'm also on Facebook at music and mystery. See, there's a pattern here, and on SoundCloud, I broke that pattern, and it's just my name, which is Jennifer Feltman. And then my Twitter is at Jen Sullivan, so it's S U L L I V A N. So, but we want to thank you. We will be in uh, San Diego at the end of January, so if you are in the area and you want to meet up, let us know. Yes, please. But thank you. Have a wonderful and happy and joyous magical season. Bye. Bye.